0: This is The Social Geek Radio Network. Welcome to the Social Geek Podcast. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliare. Today, I'm going one-on-one with Brandy Klustra, VP of Digital Marketing at Franworth, to find out how Franworth is bringing joy to the workplace. Brought to you today by our newest sponsor, Adplora, along with our friends at Answer Connect, Northeast Color, and Brand J. All right, before we get rolling with Brandy, a quick note about FLDC, the Franchise Leadership and Development Conference, is happening next week, October 17th through the 20th in Atlanta. If you need some assistance with brand dev sales or maybe just some initial outreach or qualifying calls, talk to my colleague Hope Alteri from Brand J. You can reach her at any time on LinkedIn or check out the new website at brandj.com. Coming back to the program now is Brandy Cloustra. She's the VP of Digital Marketing at Franworth. Hey, Brandy, what's going on?
1: Hi, Jack. So good to see you. How are so, you?
0: So good to chat with you once again, my friend. Before we get into today's topic, I have to spring this on you. I went back and did a little bit of research. <laughs> and you have been a frequent guest on Social Geek for quite a while. Your first appearance was May of 2015
1: so eight years ago yeah
0: we were discussing at the time you'll love this and it's it's all in the archives if anybody wants to go listen we were discussing an event at google headquarters that we went to called is it was it gifa or gifa i can't remember how we pronounced it gifa
1: g-i-f-a that's great
0: the google international franchise association event and Mm -hmm. it was it was a look inside the world of Google, and uh, wow, it, it knocked my socks off. I, that was such a great event.
1: Yeah, uh, I I learned so much from those events. I actually missed them, but I, I think the reason Google had those for quite some time was they were studying the SIC code for franchising. That's yeah. what I was told. Yeah. And so, like, at the time, I have, was working with Molly made and Google. Uh, chose us to do a survey using their new survey tool. So that was, you know, a long time ago, eight years ago. And we were, it was so cool. We were able to survey thousands of people through this new tool and basically receive the results they presented them at at the GIFA. Yeah. And yeah. we learned that most people thought molly made service was too expensive for them but that wasn't the case Interesting. so it was eye-opening but yeah. just a, an example of how to use google tools but that was a phenomenal conference I,
0: I remember at the time they were pushing something new on all of us that they were rebranding google my business <laughs> and before that it was called you know google i can't even think what we called it a, a few different iterations google maps i don't know but google maps and there was an element of Google plus was, was going mm-hmm. to be incorporated. And the uh,
1: glasses were, were a big thing. back <laughs> the then. The Google
0: glass Google yeah.
1: goggles or something. <laughs> <laughs> did you own a pair?
0: Did I did heard? not own a no? pair. I, um, I, I did try on a pair with uh, a friend of ours who was at the IFA that year with a pair. And, uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to wait till this looks a whole lot cooler. And, uh, and I didn't go down the, down the Google glass road, but, uh, you know, it all leads to kind of where we are today. Google glass turned into something else. And now we're looking at Oculus and other things like that. And, and, and Google maps turned into Google, my business, which is one of the most important things for any franchisee or small business owner out there. And, uh, and in you front know, door
1: to your business. It for was sure. the
0: yeah, yeah. And so think about that with everything we're talking about. What's the next eight years going to look like? I mean, can you even imagine what um, what we're going to be talking about sitting here in September of of twenty? With oh my gosh, would that be uh, would that be twenty thirty one? Okay, got it. That would be. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what we're chatting about then. In the meantime. I wanted to find out about something that that you and your crew at Franworth have been doing that I found fascinating in the in the brief description you gave me a while back called the Joy Committee. Tell me about this this process and and what on earth are you doing?
1: Yeah, so the Joy Committee was formed about uh 2 years ago shortly after the pandemic and Brandworth had basically you know been virtual like all, most businesses at the time and we started to slowly come back into the office but you know we we were in the office like say two days a week and the rest was all uh, virtual so you know we wanted to build more culture more connection with the team and um really the the joy committee mission just so you, just to put it out there is really to help the Franworth team experience and share joy in everyday life through just simple events that you can delight in and something that brings you a smile to your face. Mm-hmm. But um, there is there is a, a quite a bit of history of how it came to be and um, I, I really found it interesting just to see two worlds collide. And ultimately create the joy committee at Franworth, uh, which we've had just so much fun over the past few years, and in, in helping people, you know, just bring smiles to everyone's face on a regular basis.
0: I love that idea of bringing a smile to your face because there are so many people in so many businesses around the world that Monday morning is just a chore, and and they know they're not going to be smiling for the next eight hours, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're going to be they're going to be dealing with something that doesn't have much joy so tell me how this all started what was the history
1: yeah so i don't know if you're familiar with zingerman's it's a restaurant in ann arbor here okay um, started in uh, about 1982 and they they now have expanded worldwide but they they have a creamery a bakehouse they have coffee houses um but the co-founder of zingerman's ari uh, Wisewig, I think I got that right. He published an article and it was called Joy at Work. And again, this was right after the pandemic. And that really um, sparked interest from one of our leaders at the time. His name is Bill Collins. He's actually now at Bigby. And um, he asked, he said, you know, can we bring this to the team to help cultivate joy within Franworth? And um, the leadership team really liked the concept and really. The, the article was focused on the, just unlike like long-term vision or, um you know, things that are in the future, joy is like fleeting. It's it's a moment. It's yeah. watching that butterfly land on a flower and it's gone. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't take a time to enjoy those things in the moment, th- they'll be gone, right? Um, life goes on and often we get so busy and we're so focused on whatever project it is, or, you know, who it is we're talking to on the phone that we, we forget to take those moments to really enjoy the people around us, um, enjoy just those small things that make you smile. So um, that was the initial kind of concept of, okay, we need to bring more joy into the workplace. and, And we've all been challenged with mental health at that time, you know, after the pandemic. So, uh, you know, we knew that had put a lot of stress on people. And at Franworth, so we have what we call the the drive committee as well. And it, the mission is to share diversity and equity and inclusion. And we w- would bring topics to the table and, and just help the team see different perspectives of different cultures and things going on in the world. And again, this is during the virtual world where we had these conversations, (laughs) you know, just to keep connection as we're all on screens. Uh, so, you know, the, the article about joy from Zingerman's then sparked a conversation around mental health. And at the time, um, you know, my son was struggling with mental health and his, his friend, he was seeing a lot of his friends struggle with that as well. So I was like really passionate about like, okay, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to present to, I had eight minutes to present about mental health to the team um, in a virtual sense. And so I went to the, there's actually a world happiness report. I don't know if you know that exists. (laughs) I learned that that exists. (laughs) So I did a bit of, Uh, research through the world happiness report. And they basically just survey people and ask them, you know, how are you doing in your mental space? Um, You know, how are you feeling? And I learned that over a billion people suffer from anxiety and depression and like some insane amounts of numbers of Americans suffer from mental health as well. I think it's like 50 million. You can find all this on the world. Health. And that's um, just
0: the ones who actually report it. Right. Right. So, so I I would I would say you could probably double those numbers and you might not be far off.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was something where creating those small, simple moments of joy is so important to people because a lot of people are struggling with mental health and not necessarily saying, you know, being open about it. Um so together you know we went through this whole presentation about mental health how to you know inject self-care into your daily life whether it's like using a app like calm or uh, you know just doing some sort of mind body soul meditation mindfulness and really you know talking through the secret of happiness which is uh, doesn't everyone want to know what is that, right? Yeah, yeah. What is the <laughs> secret to happiness?
0: That's how we're so, going to tease this podcast, telling everyone we've got the secret to happiness. But uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, we got it all bottled up here. We we can <laughs> um, give you the secret potion or the ingredients. But really, it uh, an important piece of mental health is to understand how people are hardwired, and you know, often if you're going through challenges in life, you don't necessarily open up and become vulnerable or tell people that you're going through challenges. But then there's also, you know, ways that, that you can help yourself in not only through self-care, but by giving and helping those around you that increase increases your endorphins and it helps you reduce your cortisol levels. It's just the natural way that human beings are hardwired is through giving. And when you give, you get a tremendous amount back to yourself. You know, it actually helps yeah. yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it it maybe that is the secret to happiness that that we could say we we uh, founded and we dug up here today is is that uh, you know that definitely does help everyone. Um I would also say before we get into what the committee is actually doing mm-hmm. on a regular basis you know, a good step is just being surrounded by people who actually think about things like this, right? Like there, there are a lot of organizations out there where you would have given your eight minute presentation about here's what we should do. And they would have said next, right? You know, off, what are you, what are you kidding me? How is that going to affect the bottom line? Right? That's, it's not going to increase sales next week. What are you doing? Right? So, so the fact that you even got to a step two after that initial presentation, I think Mm -hmm. is a, is, is, means you're in the right direction, even being surrounded by, you know, some of these team members that you're working with.
1: Yes, that's a really good point, Jack. I am grateful on a daily basis for the people that I am surrounded by, the leaders, um, you know, like John Rachi, who has allowed us to carry on the joy committee. Um, You know, that's definitely something that, you know, he supports 100% and culture is huge when it comes to everything we do at Franworth. So yeah, it is important that the people around you care about this. And, you know, it does have an impact on the bottom line. If people feel connected, they then it then builds trust. And I think Stephen Covey has a whole speech on this about the speed of trust and The importance of it and how much you can get done with someone that you really trust versus someone that you don't and connection builds trust so all of these things do go together we're all human beings and you know we want to have fun we want we want to experience joy and in, in work and we are at work a lot um, whether it's virtual or you know actually in an office which we are in an office part-time which i do love because you can build the connection um So yeah, that is a critical piece. And so basically these two things collided together to create the joy committee. So it was the article from Zingerman's about fleeting joy in the workplace. And then after I presented this mental health um, research of eight minutes, I had tremendous amount of people within the organization come to me and say, wow, I really liked what you presented. I I want to know more. This is such an important topic for people today. So then from there, we developed the Joy Committee.
0: So tell me more about some of the things the committee is into these days. What's this food tasting that you do?
1: Well, Franworth actually has sponsored a variety of like what we call lunch and learns. Uh-huh. And we, we've brought in Zingerman's to do a variety of tasting lunches. So they've brought in um, cheeses and coffee, gelato, chocolate, and we simply just sit around, um, we learn from, we sit around the table and we learn from the Zingerman's leadership team. And they provide us with the history of like how a coffee bean is is made and selected and harvested, you know, all those things that you just don't really think about when it comes yeah. to cheese and coffee and, and chocolates. Um, some of my favorite things in this <laughs> in this world. But um, so, yeah, it's it really, it's a great opportunity to bring the team together and share unique tasting experiences and then of course it's bringing joy but it's also really cool because you hear from other people where they went home and they sat around the dinner table and they talked to their you know their kids and and shared with them what they learned about how to make gelato and things of that sort so it's been a ton of fun um
0: making some memories and making some things that people want to talk about with their friends and families and maybe other people in franchising, you know, other people they talk to like, Hey, guess what we did last week. I think, I think Mm -hmm. there's not enough intentional stuff like that happening from a lot of companies and a lot of leaders.
1: Yeah, it's definitely um, intentional and like, we've put a lot of thought into it and we're lucky to have Zingerman's here in our backyard in Ann Arbor to partner with them. They're, they're such a unique um, organization and, if you want to learn anything about how chocolate is made or how, you know, vinegar is made and the importance of it, you know, distilling for hundreds of years and how much, how it gets better with time, you know, just like wine. So there's so many things that you just, you know, don't necessarily think about. And yeah, there it's a really cool experience that Bramworth has been able to provide.
0: You mentioned something earlier about leadership being intentional. Tell me more about that.
1: Mm, yeah. So you know, I think building a, a healthy team culture takes intention, right? Like you have to be thoughtful and and understand your team and where they're at. And as a franchisee or franchisor, uh, to create a positive work environment, it's it's really easy to do, but you have to think about it and and plan for it and um, somehow build it into your everyday work life and to help you know just build the togetherness and the connection between your teams. So it definitely, I think, has to come from the top. We've we've seen that with Franworth, and, and that's really been our goal.
0: Back to our discussion after a quick word from Adplorer, our newest sponsor on Social Geek. Adplorer is a local digital advertising software built specifically to help digital agencies, franchise brands, and multi-location businesses manage local advertising campaigns at scale. Adplorer's technology enables users to scale advertising campaigns across thousands of SMBs, franchise locations, and enterprises all over the world. Agencies and internal marketing departments use Adplorer to automate the creation, management, and reporting of campaigns on Google, Bing, Facebook, Waze, LinkedIn, and Spotify. Check it out now at Adplorer.com. Northeast Color produces branded interior decor and custom signage solutions for the franchise industry, with a special focus on value engineering. They work with franchisors to re-engineer their existing signage packages to lower costs on materials, shipping, and installation, all while maintaining the integrity of their client's brand. In short, Northeast Color literally makes things better. Learn more now at northeastcolor.com.
1: Another thing that really is great to do with any team is when we start our meetings, uh, we start with "Tell me something good that has happened in mm. your life." Mm. So you know, often you come in after a weekend, and you don't necessarily know what's happening in everyone's day-to-day life, and and so you know, you hear stories about, oh, my son won an award, or we, uh, you know, maybe someone's building an addition onto their home, you know, whatever it is, the little things that that really drive people to to make them excited. Um, every
0: day. So, yeah, I like that idea of filling the room with a bunch of positive stuff too, right? Because I think so often when we are back at the office, if you're not in the office full time and you're, you're there, you know, you know, some two days a week, three days a week, whatever people are doing right now, when you get back in, it's, You know, here's every terrible thing that's happened since the last Mm. time I saw you, right? (laughs) And here's here's this disaster that happened to me this weekend, and 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 you know, and and everybody has uh, those things that they want to vent about or other problems, but having a time set aside for something good, I think, is a good way to kick off a week.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. It it changes the mood, the entire room. And, you know, there's always something to be grateful for. And that is a really important piece is to be intentional about thinking about what is it that I am grateful for. And then to bring it to a table and share with your team members is is really powerful, I think. So yeah. those are a couple of things. Uh, the other uh, event, I would say, I don't know if you call it an event, but we we do have random things, quite mm-hmm. honestly, that may or may not make sense, but it always Sparks joy and brings smiles to people's faces, probably about maybe six months ago. It was a little bit colder. We all had our coats on. But we created what we called the happiness machine. And it was uh, the, the group all contributed. And we purchased an old gumball machine, put a happiness sticker on it, <laughs> wrote happiness machine. And inside the capsules within the gumball machine were just positive messages.
0: Oh, wow. So, oh, cool.
1: Yeah. So a simple, you know, pleasure of going in, putting a quarter in the gumball machine and getting an (laughs) inspirational message for the day, but we took it a step further. So we have, we currently have it in the Franworth kitchen, but uh, we took it out to the corner because we are on main street in Liberty in Ann Arbor and we gave out quarters and people were able to get happy. Oh, so <laughs> people
0: walking down the street could, could exactly. get a message too. Okay. That's, I love that idea. And it's, yeah, like,
1: that was a, a tremendous amount of fun. I mean, we literally took 20 minutes out of our day and carried the gumball machine down to the corner and just had a blast, you know? Yeah. So things like that are, I think really important again, to build that connection and just and a little team building event.
0: Yeah. And you know what I love about little things like that is at the time, You said it took 20 minutes, but imagine the number of people who are sharing that story right now, or maybe this weekend or, or over the holidays with their friends. Hey, do you know what we did? We took this gumball machine outside, right? And, and, and they'll tell a, they'll tell a, you know, five minute story about that for the rest of their lives or, or at least for the, the next couple of years. And it's, it's the, the, like you said, team building, but also planting a little memory seed that, you know, this is the type of thing we do here, right? People like us do things like this. And Mm -hmm. and I, I love that idea of just, you know, kind of doing something that there's a lot of good things that companies do. But if you do something good, that's also just kind of memorable and odd and different, and it makes a good story.
1: Agreed. Yes. And we, we actually posted the videos uh, on social media and we we got a tremendous amount of engagement. (laughs) But like, to your point, you're exactly right. People went home and told their husbands, their wives, and like it was, it was just talked about for quite some time. And it didn't make any sense. But it did make us all smile. And uh, yeah, mission so it, accomplished.
0: It made me smile, right? <laughs> so,
1: you know, the Joy Committee, it's not like we have this, this one script and like we're not just bringing in goodies every month. It's it's a variety of things. And most recently, I have to share this because it made it's made us laugh and it was quite a mystery in the office. And maybe someone out there will, will do this themselves within their company is the, someone on the leadership team. We haven't identified who <laughs> they purchased a bunch of little ducks, like miniature ducks. I think um, Timu sells them. Not that I'm promoting right. Timu. Right. But um, they placed these miniature ducks all around the office. And they would just pop up in random places, like in the coffee machine or, you know, uh, in your pencil tray, whatever, you know, different places. And so it started to become this, like, big mystery of who who's planting all these ducks. And we still don't know to this day. But then last week it was hedgehogs little teeny tiny hedgehogs all over the office
0: wow. so was it the same person or do we have a copycat crime
1: happening we here, don't right? know
0: who do you who so do you think it is we we won't tell them who do you think do you have any names let's let's drop some names
1: i think it is jonathan kadelka okay. the number one legal attorney in franchising
0: <laughs> i he, he sounds suspicious <laughs> to me i bet uh, uh he I will love not
1: that answer our
0: Right. Well, he's Tucker. a lawyer. So um, right. But I love that idea again because here we are talking about it. And mm-hmm. and how many people at Franworth have told their friends and and maybe some franchisees, maybe some other business colleagues about these ducks popping up. And I don't know, keep them guessing. I, I love that idea too. So um I want to find out from you if people out there working for a big franchise or company or any other type of company or or maybe it's a smaller company mm-hmm. and they would like to do something like this What's your advice on getting started and and how do you sort of win the um, win the influence of of the people in charge and that sort of thing to get something get their own joy committee started
1: I will say a lot of uh, companies have like culture committees or HR and they they might try and build this sort of joy committee or initiative into those, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, into an HR type or culture committee. I know at Neighborly, we had um, the culture committee and we did similar things, but often it's, it's, you have to find the right people that are really passionate about this. You know, for me, my mission in life is to like lift others. I want to be able to lift other people's, um, you know, spirits and my favorite quote is we rise by lifting others, but so you have to find that those people in your organization that are passionate about this and that that want to do these little things on a yeah. regular basis for the team, and and they're not ex- necessarily expecting anything back other than seeing people smile, right? So yeah. that is a, a unique person, quite honestly. But um, you know, as Franworth has found that this is like really catchy. We've we've actually kind of written a little bit of a outline on how to oh, get started, and okay. we share it with our brands. I mean, we'd be happy to share it with other brands as well, but you know, the brands within our portfolio, so they can bring it to their business as well um, to their home office and their teams. But um, I think the biggest thing, is, like start with a mission and always stick with that. You know, what is it that you want to do for your group? Um, then there's always the budget, right? Yeah. <laughs> the really exciting things. Those ducks uh, aren't free. No, oh. the ducks aren't free. The donuts, the cider, like I said, we're really grateful that, that Fran does support this sort of thing. Cause it's, it's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, getting the right people, the handful of people that will drive the mission is important. And then, you know, if, if, if a brand or a company is looking for an outline on how to start implementing things, it, it really starts with education and just helping people understand the importance and that, and that's where i think that like just education on mental health and the education on simple joys and the importance of those things in life every day for your team to produce you know t- to then help them build connection and trust and and how that does ultimately impact your bottom line.
0: Yeah, and i like that it's coming from a committee of people from different areas that all share a passion for this sort of thing and it isn't just a company directive coming down from the HR department, right? You will participate in this, right? Yes. <laughs> you will be happy on Tuesday. Um, so, so it's it's very authentic and genuine and organic when when uh, passionate people get together and, and create something like this. Mm-hmm. Before we go, anything else about the Joy Committee that you would like to share with us?
1: We've just had so much fun. I mean, it it really is important. For all businesses to somehow integrate joy and in cultivating a um, a culture where you're building connection with people. I know the business world today has changed so much, and the world in general, right, has changed so much. So uh, businesses are actually there's there's more pressure put on businesses for to kind of yeah. uh, fill all the gaps or all fill all the like needs of human beings. Meaning people don't go to church much anymore, which is, you know, definitely an individual choice. Neighborhoods don't necessarily get together. Right. Um, there's not as much community connection type events. It's, you know, we are somewhat, I believe we are somewhat secluding ourselves aside from the great conferences that people go to. But, you know, the the world is changing. Hopefully I'm making sense. And the business workplace is really being looked at by many employees of like you should be providing all these things spiritually connection community a hundred
0: percent yeah we we had we Um, had a discussion here a couple of weeks ago on on you know changing culture and you know one of the things that some of our really smart guests came up with was the fact that because neighborhoods are a little bit more closed off and mm -hmm. people aren't maybe going to their house of worship the way they did 60 years ago as much right. um who's creating culture you know in in your life I don't want it to be the government for God's sake right <laughs> that's the last thing I want so right. so whose responsibility is it and I think what what my my fellow panelists came up with is it's it's the workplace right it is. that's where we spend 40 50 60 hours a week these people we 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 say they're our family, right, or right. our work friends. So it really is. Um, it, I think employers and, and businesses are are kind of stuck with coming up with something to improve people's lives, even though that's probably not on the mission statement uh sitting on the website right now but you know if, if not the employer who else right so so here we are so
1: yeah so you. a lot has, has been put on the employer I 100% agree and actually if you want to see more um Simon Sinek is really great and yeah. he talks through like how leaders can um you know move through this in a positive direction and really show that compassion that people are looking for and build trust. Um, It it is a lot to put on a business, but, you know, one last thing I want to say, because we have our joy committee team, you, you mentioned, you know, is there anything else you want to say? Christina Middleton and Jen Ling, uh, the three of us run the joy committee and we just could not do it with, you know, together we're (laughs) an unstoppable machine to get things done (laughs) and have a lot of fun. So I just wanted to thank those two, Christina and Jen for, you know, making all this happen that we've been able to do with the joy committee.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much joy with us today. You've definitely put a smile on my face, thinking about all of the things that you guys are doing and awesome. I look forward to seeing you again in person, hopefully soon.
1: Yes, definitely. Jack. Thanks.
0: Before we go a quick word from answer connect, Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss any calls or answer the phone with, hey. AnswerConnect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they set appointments, follow up on potential clients via form-filled inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234. Or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.